Okay, we'd like to welcome you back to our current event in weekly Bible study for November 28th, 2010. And next article, we're going to be concentrating this last, I believe it's going to be just be one more part on the TSA. It's very important information. This isn't just rehashing news. This is really heavy-duty stuff that we're talking about here that has a, a, the potential to be a linchpin for a lot of other very draconian things that uh, Big Brother would like to implement in America. This article is entitled, Big Sis Wants Behavioral Scanners at Sports Events in Malls. Homeland Security Chief uh, Janet Napolitano admitted yesterday that body scanners would eventually find their way into U.S. public transportation, trains, and boats. But Big Sis is already beta testing technology that goes even further, by forcing Americans to undergo a behavioral interrogation before they are allowed to enter sports events, rock concerts, and shopping malls. This is the ultimate goal of these machines, okay? That not just The airports are just the beginning, in other words. She goes on to say, I think tighter, the tighter we get on aviation, we have also to be thinking now about going on to mass transit or trains or maritime. So what do we need to be doing to strengthen our protections there, said Napolitano? I mean, this is just absolute, pure, satanic evil. And this woman represents the full embodiment, as far as I'm concerned, of just satanic evil. And her handlers as well. Uh, This was said by Napolitano, indicating that naked body scanners and invasive pat-downs will eventually become a necessity in order to merely catch the subway or ride a bus. Indeed, mobile body scanners have already hit the streets, with more than 500 backscatter x-ray scanners mounted in vans that can be driven past neighborhood vehicles and houses to see their contents having been sold to government agencies. So they can just drive around, look right in your house, they can look um, right in your cars, or whatever, and you're getting this gigantic massive dose of radiation and you don't even know it, and a massive invasion of privacy. Uh, American Science and Engineering, a company based in Balearica, Massachusetts, has sold many of these devices to U.S. law enforcement agencies who are already using them on streets for, quote, security purposes. You know, all without our consent, but, you know. Next article. uh, With grassroots backlash over the TSA's obscene pat-downs growing by the day, it's becoming fairly obvious that the only way the U.S. government is going to get a public to accept these Fourth Amendment violations is if there is another, quote, terrorist incident that is supposedly stopped by TSA and its naked body scanners. See, this is what I've been warning about, and a lot of other people have as well. Some type of, you know, polarizing um, uh, terrorist incident, you know, false flag type of terrorist incident in order for us to all accept this. So far, the TSA is molesting children, teens, and grandmothers without being able to demonstrate that this gross violation of the Americans' Fourth Amendment rights is having any effect whatsoever on improving air travel safety. But if there's anything to be learned from 9-11, it's that the sheeple are always willing to give up their rights if they can be scared into doing so. Remember, the fear of man bringeth a snare, as the Bible says. After 9-11... People were scared, and when people are scared, they'll do anything for someone who will make them less scared. Oh, what a profound statement that is. That was said by Bruce Schneier, Minneapolis security technology expert in an AP story. But that this TSA is particularly invasive, it's strip-searching, it's body-groping, as abhorrent 
as it goes, this pegs it. In other words, that you know they're pushing the envelope here. The TSA is being threatened right now in a big way. One airport in Florida is already planning to ditch the agency and hire private contractors to run security. A New York City lawmaker has called for the dismantling of the TSA, and Representative Ron Paul has introduced legislation that would result in TSA agents being arrested for felony crimes if they touched um, people's private parts. The TSA, in other words, is fighting for its very survival right now. What it desperately needs is some new terrorist incident to remind the American people how much they need to give up their freedoms in exchange for security. Now, again, this is something that I believe, knowing this knowing that this could be the next linchpin, this is something that where we should be directing some of our prayers toward regarding this not happening. Okay, And again, it's always, nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done, Lord. But I'm just saying, from, from a, if, if we want to try to um, avert this from a, a prayerful standpoint, um, this is some, uh, something where we should direct our prayers. This goes on to say, now I'm not saying that TSA is is going to plot to blow up an airplane or anything, but if there's anybody who has access to sneak to sneak something past airport security, it's the TSA. And I mean, let's face it, they're like, you know, as we, we've demonstrated before, uh, they've got like illegal aliens working in there, they've got uh, former rapists, perverts, pedophiles, sex perverts, because of their unbelievably poor screening procedures that they've got as far as... And that's who the very people that are going to be attracted to this type of job anyway. I mean, who in their right mind would want to do that job? Except you, if you really were... Something's wrong with you, you know? I mean, unless you were already there and you hadn't done it, and then you were thrust into it, you know, you, I could understand maybe somebody like that. But I'd quit immediately. I mean, I wouldn't have a job anyway. But, I mean, the moment they started telling me to violate people's, you know, rights and in, in, in commit sexual assault and do all these horrific things, I quit. But they're not. So, to me, there's got to be something seriously wrong with these agents that could just sit there and do this day after day. There's, you know, and so look at the type of element that would attract from an employment standpoint. Let's go further. And we, and we documented that in the last teaching, I believe, as well. Uh, let's see. The United States government has a long and detailed history of staging events in order to sway public opinion. Now, this is all fact, okay, when I'm getting ready to state. The Gulf of Tonkin event in the Vietnam War era was deliberately staged by the U.S. government in order to justify an escalation of military attacks on the North Vietnamese. Documents that were finally declassified just this year prove beyond any doubt that the U.S. government conspired to stage this false flag event. Now, again, I got a link here where you can go look at the documents that were declassified. Operation Northwoods was a similar plot. As Wikipedia even states, the planned 1962 Operation Northwoods plot by the U.S. Department of Defense for war with Cuba involves scenarios involving hijacking or shooting down passenger and military planes, sinking a U.S. ship in the vicinity of Cuba, burning crops, sinking a boat filled with Cuban refugees, attacks by alleged Cuban infiltrators inside the United States, and harassment of the U.S. aircraft and shipping, and the destruction of aerial drones by aircraft disguised as Cuban um, MiGs. These actions would be blamed on Cuba and would be a pretext for an invasion of Cuba and an overthrow of Fidel Castro's communist government. It was authored by the Joint Chiefs of Staffs 
and then nixed by John F. Kennedy uh, when it came to light through the Freedom of Information Act and was publicized by James Bamford. Now, there's a lot of, I don't know if you saw the, the newest uh, Jesse Ventura one with John, JFK, but again, I think they unequivocally prove there's no way that Oswald was the one that could have even possibly got off all those shots. And there's a lot of different theories I've read of why JFK was assassinated. A lot of th- there's a I believe there was a ton of reasons they killed him. This is just one more. One of the other ones I, I had also heard was that he wanted to uh, bring us back onto a gold and silver standard. And we were just coming off that. And notice after he was assassinated, we totally came off it. But he wanted to keep us on at least a silver standard. And they wanted to bring us out of that so that there was nothing backing the money whatsoever. There was a lot of different scenarios and I think a lot of different reasons they wanted to kill him. So, um, anyway, on the conspiracy theory theory front, there have been uh, um, accusations that 9-11 attacks were an inside job, staged as a pretext to clamp down on Americans' freedoms and roll out the Patriot Act. And again, just go up to the internet and uh, to YouTube and key in loose change 9-11 for a really awesome documentary on that. There's so many though now, I don't even know where to begin. There, There's, it's unbelievable, all the documentaries they have right now on 9-11, totally debunking it, totally proving that it was an inside job. There, there's just... The, the, the evidence is so overwhelming. Uh, and now, I was gonna I was gonna tell you about this website I found recently here. I was kind of gonna try to bring it up here and give you the website address. There's all the there's a website up there that has all these different documentaries, and they're all free. You can go watch them, and it's called D Program Films. Just the letter D Program Films. Dot net net so letter D program p r o g r a m films f i l m s dot net and they have got a ton and all kind of documentaries on nine eleven and um, if you want to go up there and you know creature to Jekyll Island that one on the Federal Reserve uh, you name it they got the one on depleted uranium up there that I tell you a lot about beyond treason uh, all free for viewing um. If you want to know more about any of those, they got the fluoride deception up there. Tells you about fluoride. I mean, you name it, they've got it up there. So anyway, I wanted to kind of throw that out to you in case you wanted to know more about that subject. Okay, anyway, so 9-11 attacks were an inside job staged as a pretext to clamp down on Americans' freedoms and rule out the Patriot Act, the very law that coincidentally gives TSA agents the right to have anybody arrested and detained for 48 hours without cause, without warrant, and without legal representation. The evidence surrounding the collapse of World Trade Center 7 building now has literally thousands of engineers, scientists, and citizens realizing the building wasn't obviously brought down by demolition explosions, just like the Twin Towers were. I mean, come on. A plane hits them, and then, you know, they fall in their own footprint perfectly on top of one another. The only thing that could produce that is a controlled demolition. And, and even if you watch the, the, the videos in slow motion, you can see the explosions and hear them on the on the build on the on the um with the uh, um buildings or the or the floors below where it's collapsing, you can see explosions and hear them as the building's dropping straight down in its own footprint. And jet fuel cannot uh, melt 
steel, much less, you know, however many stories of it there were. It's a total bunch of garbage. It was all by design. It was all planned. It was, it was a total inside job. I mean, and this Building 7 is even more flagrant. Because it fell down and nothing even hit it. I mean, they pulled it. I mean, and they, had, they interviewed Silverstein, the guy that owned the building. And he, invit, he admits on the interview, he says, I told him to pull it. So they, so they did that too. They imploded the building. So it's just totally overwhelming. And then that one, um, it's called buildingwatt.org, which is the World Trade Center 7. Buildingwatt, W-H-A-T dot O-R-G. Um, they said an office fire brought it down. <laughs> God, give me a break. No steel structure has ever, ever, ever in the history of mankind ever fallen from an office fire. Because an office fire cannot melt the steel. And it sure ain't going to make it implode into its own footprint perfectly, just like the Twin Trade Towers did. Just unbelievable. The point is, is that all of this is when is what happens when the governments are cornered but don't want to give in. They will sometimes result to falsifying events in order to continue moving their agendas forward. It's the old problem-reaction-solution approach. First create the problem, then wait for the public reaction that allows you to enact the government solution. The formula works like a charm for everything from pushing flu vaccines to justifying a war. In fact, there's evidence that U.S. agents may have already been working on this plan. The fake bomb recently found on board a German passenger jet we now know was manufactured by a U.S. company. And there's a link there. You can click on that as well. How government agencies keep themselves alive, alive and get more funding... Um, okay, this is how government agencies keep themselves alive and get more funding. Is the TSA at the point of desperation yet. I'm not sure, but it would certainly be easy for the high-level TSA operatives to find some patsy who hates the government, convince them that he should carry some liquid explosive onto an airplane, and then, quote, catch him at a TSA security point, thereby proving that we need to keep giving up our freedoms in the name of security. I'm just waiting. I mean, again, unless God intervenes, I'm just waiting on that one. The mainstream media would have a field day with that story, and for the next two weeks on the news, all we hear about we hear about how important the TSA is that they did such a great job and they're doing and how this terrorist was caught by the naked body scanner machine and so on and so on. I mean, it's just disgusting, but again, this is what they're going to probably try to pull. This next article is entitled A Well-Behaved Herd of Sheep. This is by some guy, this is a secular report by the PPJ Gazette. So again, when I read this, I'm not coming down on my listeners, but this is the way... He kind of wrote it. I kind of reworded it so it wasn't so like sounding like I'm condemning somebody. Um, I wanted to make uh, kind of read it in such a way where it was kind of an indictment toward the average sheeple people, but not toward an in, any individual. This goes. It starts by saying, if ever there was an indicator of just how apathetic and well-trained the American public truly is, it must be the situation with the TSA. Like a, her- a herd of bedaggled sheep, thousands of for- have forfeited their Fourth and Fifth Amendment rights and allowed the government to irritate them and view their virtual naked body and allow themselves to be subjected to an enhanced pat-down, nothing short of a sexual encounter or sexual assault. And for what? This is a training and conditioning exercise? The, uh, and for what? This is a con- training and conditioning exercise, people. This has nothing to do with making us safer. 
national security or protecting America. It has nothing to do with making your flight safer. It has everything to do with conditioning you to accept a full body assault as long as the person doing it are wearing a government badge. Exactly. You were being trained to submit and comply. Did any of the claimed terrorists come from America? No. Are any potential terrorists afraid of TSA and Homeland Security or any of the rights-robbing laws passed by the devils in the District of Columbia? No. We have a border that is wide open and anyone and everyone from faraway places such as Uganda, China, North Korea, Afghanistan... Uh, in the Middle East, uh, you, you name it, all, all this, these terrorist places where, you know, they, they talk about. And even Afghanistan crossed that border at, at will, without trouble, and millions of people from Mexico, El Salvador, Ecuador, and various and other sundry Amer- South American countries have also entered. And Homeland Security has absolutely no plans to secure the border or deport any of them that are caught here illegally. With this in mind, how concerned do you really think Homeland Security is about terrorism or terrorists? Think about that for a second. Just, you know, like the Bible says, sila, which means stop and contemplate, essentially. Meditate. Think about that. They got the, the border's wide open. We got all kind of, of literal, real terrorists coming in from the border. That's been documented on mainstream news, I went over the reports there. Uh, a large percentage of the, of the illegal aliens coming are actually terrorists from the Middle East. They're forming Islamic terrorist cells here in America. Um, we're going to actually watch a video in the next teaching I do um, next week on that. And they're already here. And they're coming in at a greater frequency. And they don't care about them at all. And supposedly, that's the reason we have TSA. Because, I don't know about you, but I haven't seen any terrorists who were non-Muslim. I mean, I haven't seen any Buddhist terrorists get on the plane. Or any Hindus. Or any Zoroastrian terrorists. Or any Catholic terrorists. You know? I just haven't seen that be a threat. Or any card that the American propaganda press has played. Them wanting to get on a plane and blow it up. It's only been Muslim Islamic terrorists. And yet, they just let them pour over the border. And we're going to look at more hypocrisy on that as well, coming up. It is Homeland Security that views you as the terrorist. The, the average American citizen. Or particularly if you believe in the Bible or a Christian, or believe in the Constitution, or believe in the First Amendment, or the Bill of Rights, or any of that, you're a terrorist. You know? Woe unto them that call evil good, and good evil. That's what the Bible says. For all of you who claim, I don't mind, they're just trying to keep us safe. Many, uh, I should rephrase that, for many of you who claim, quote, I don't mind, they're just trying to, they're just trying to keep us safe, end of quote. May you be the first to be loaded on a truck to the FEMA camps. As submissive and compliant as you are, most likely that you will drive there yourself. And don't forget to take your fake DNA-tainted flu pandemic vaccine on the way. In fact, take mine. 
And just for good measure, why don't you present yourself at the nearest fusion center and have yourself facially imprinted, have your iris scanned and your fingerprints taken, so that when you walk down the street, all those spy cameras that are being installed on every city can identify you and record you where you were and what you're doing. Thanks to all the compliant sheeple out there, there are now plans afoot in several locations to install these porno scanners in the entry of courthouses, train terminals, subways, or virtually any location that people might opt out or use for travel. Thanks to the mindless sheeple, we are now all being subjected to this invasion of our persons. He's, he's got a really good point. okay? Because people have not stood up to this enough. I know, yes, there's a lot of backlash. But... It's not enough. They, there, there's not enough resistance of tyranny here. Because of that, even though there's been a lot, all it's going to take is one false flag event. And then, the, and then those, those that were crying a lot, a, a large percentage of them that were crying out, saying, no, we won't do it, they're going to be silenced. Because then they're going to be like, well, I've got to keep my mouth shut. Because, you know, we, we almost just did get bombed. And TSA did really just save our us all, you know, from from certain doom. And that's going to pretty much silence uh, another gigantic percentage. I hope it doesn't work out that way. I'm telling you that's the way I see it playing out most likely, unless God intervenes. Um, thanks to the mindless sheep, we will now all be subjected to this invasion of our persons. And why? And again, I went over the biblical reasons last week not to do this on the TSA body scanners. Sexual assault, you got, okay, you got your choice. I can either get sexually assaulted and possibly have diseases spread to me, and we're going to talk about that a little bit later because they don't change their gloves. I can have my daughters and my, and my, my you know, my, my children and my wife sexually assaulted right in front of me and humiliated, which is totally unbiblical. Or I can have a naked body scan taken, which is unbiblical because we're not supposed to look upon the nakedness of other people. It's a pornographic scan. And they're irritating us with all this ionizing radiation that literally, through terahertz radiation, rips apart our DNA and will cause cancer and all kind of other horrific things and also sterilize us because that's what radiation does. Okay, which is all part of the design of this. So I got behind door one, it's this, and behind door two, it's the other. It's all satanic. It's all totally satanic. It's not something we should submit to in any way, shape, or form as a Christian. I think I proved that last week. It's all totally evil and satanic. It's all tyranny. I mean, ye that love the Lord hate evil. That's what the Bible says. I'm not condemning people that have went through them. I'm just telling you. I'm telling you from a biblical standpoint, as a warning and an admonition, that's how I see it. And I think I gave enough Bible to confirm that it's not my opinion, but the Bible's opinion as well. God's words. So, going further. um, Thanks to the mindless sheeple, we will now be subjected to this invasion of our persons. And why? Because you might be a domestic terrorist if you opt out. See, guilty till proven innocent. After all, so many others compliantly obeyed and allowed this invasion of their person to go unchallenged. So if you are objecting to these rights violations and don't want to be sexually assaulted by some pervert with a TSA badge, you must be a domestic terrorist. And it's it's the perverts that are the ones with the badges. And the innocent people are the ones that are just trying to go through and go their way. 
but everything's reversed. The wicked walk on every side when the vilest men are exalted. Well, we got one of the most, probably the most vile president that we've ever had in the history of America on the throne in Washington, D.C. Okay, so when the vilest men are exalted, the wicked will walk on every side, according to Psalm 12, verse 8. So this is just more evidence of that. These wicked TSA agents and Janet Napolitano, if the head is sick, the whole body's sick, that lesbian witch at the head of um, this TSA, and I'm telling you, that's what she is, so uh, I'm just telling you what she is. We've got that in control of this most wicked faction of our government that is defiling humanity in mass on so many different levels and committing this abomination. Well, we should expect that when we have the vilest men exalted. And then you look at Hollywood and all how they exalt all the, the debauched people in Hollywood, like Lady Gaga and Beyonce or whoever you want to talk about. But they're exalted. The vilest men and women are exalted in this country. Well, you're going to have the wicked walk on another side. That's what happens. Wickedness breeds wickedness. Evil men and seducers shall wax, and that word means grow, worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived, according to the Bible. Psalm 94, 16 and 20 says, Who will rise up for me against the evildoers? Or who will stand up for me against the workers of iniquity? Shall the throne of iniquity, or sin, have fellowship with thee, which frameth mischief by a law? If that doesn't describe TSA, I don't know what does. But the Bible, notice, the word of God asks, Who will rise up for me against the evildoers? This is what I'm talking about. Who will stand up for me, for God, against the workers of iniquity? He's, he's asking the question. And then it says, shall the throne of iniquity have fellowship with thee? Which frameth mischief by a law. See, if the, if the law of the land contradicts the word of God, or if what they're telling you to do contradicts the word of God, then you obey the word of God. I believe these these pat-downs and the, these um, sexual assault pat-downs and the pornographic body scanners are totally against the Word of God, are totally contrary to the Word of God in the Bible, a total violation of Scripture. Therefore, we should refuse them and resist them. Edmund Burke said, the only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing. Andrew Jackson, in his farewell address in March 4th, 1837, says, But you must remember, my fellow citizens, that eternal vigilance by the people is the price of liberty. We don't have eternal vigilance. We don't have that at all. We have anything but eternal vigilance, for the most part. Not, not everybody, but for the most part. Most people are more concerned about, you know, this team... The guys are concerned about the sports teams and the women are concerned about this or that or their soap operas or whatever they're, they're, they're dealing with or, or whatever rock star or whatever, you know, thing they're, they're dealing with. But eternal vigilance by the people is the price of liberty. And that you must pay the price if you wish to secure the blessing. 
We're not paying the price. We're just letting it go for the most part, most people. It behooves you, therefore, to be watchful in your states as well as in the federal government. Next quote by Patrick Henry. The battle, sir, is not to the strong alone. It is to the vigilant, the active, the brave. Daniel Webster said, and the, I believe the man that wrote the, the 18, no 18, uh, 28 Webster Dictionary, or had something to do with it, God grants liberty only to those who love it and are always ready to guard and defend it. Now, if you don't value liberty, God will pretty much, it's almost a guarantee he'll take, end up taking it away from you. That's where we're moving. I have news for you all. The domestic terrorist in this situation is the guy or gal with a TSA badge on. They're the ones that should be being arrested. The TSA agents. And Janet Napolitano first for, for implementing this garbage. Of course, the plans to install the porno scanners in the subways, train stations, and courthouses, and wherever else they're going to appear, is not just a sudden event. This was a plan all along. Homeland Security, the agency charged with defending the government from you, has just taken a giant step forward in exposing itself as a police state agency that was, um, that it was created to be. One thing this episode has shown us is that there are far more perverts out there than we have ever imagined. What kind of moral or decent human being would take employment that not only violates constitutional rights of those being assaulted, but also physically assaults them in a manner that would otherwise be a criminal act anywhere outside the airport or any outs- anywhere outside their little TSA kiosk, who knowingly takes employment that would encompass the groping of the private and genital areas of not only adults but also of children? What kind of sick devils are these? Then smiles and tells you He's doing it, or he or she is doing it to keep you safe. How sick is that? It just goes to prove what I have maintained for years. You can take an ordinary, everyday individual as your neighbor, your family, your member, your friends, and slap a government badge on them, and many will suddenly become a psychopath with no morals, no ethics, and no sense of decency. We see it in a state... We see it in state-level agencies where, it, where agents knowingly violate rights, perform acts of aggression against members of their own communities, and we see it here again with these federal-level agents. Where I once believed it was a situation comprised of those who worked for the government versus those who didn't, I now believe it is more those who work for the government and those who blindly comply with the government versus the rest of us. Let me read that again. I now believe the the problem is what he means. I now believe the problem is more with those that work for the government and those that blindly comply with the government versus the rest of us. In other words, they're a part of the problem. When you comply with tyranny, when you comply with things that are totally unbiblical, yeah, grope me, sexually assault me, Put your disease-ridden gloves down my pants and grope me and, and do the same thing to my wife. Or, or take a naked body picture of me and my wife so you can store it in your database. And then other people can look at it and they can look at the nakedness of my wife or me. And, and, and radiate me and sterilize me at the same time with the ionizing radiation. When you comply with tyranny, then you're just part of the problem. I'm not saying you're no better than the TSA agents, but you do become part of the problem to a certain extent. 
we are being maneuvered into a full police state. That thanks to all of those who complied with this police state action, the rest of us will now pay the price. They forfeited their rights so that they wouldn't be inconvenienced, and in the process forfeited everyone else's rights at the same time. Why? Because standing up for what is right might have delayed them, among other reasons. And it might have delayed them for a long time. In fact, I mean, I I don't advise even going there. I mean, to even put yourself in that position. I understand. Well, it's not an option. I've got to fly. I've got to do this. Pray about it. Pray about it. I mean, is it really the only option? I mean, is it life or death? Is it worth violating? I believe what clear scriptural mandates state. And I've, I've went over those. Is it worth it? Is it worth angering God toward you? Is it worth you not getting your prayers answered anymore? Is it worth them having a naked picture of you or your family in their databases? Is it worth them sexually assaulting you and your family? Are you possibly getting a communicable disease from their latex glove treatment? Is it worth you being sterilized and your family being sterilized? Do you think any of that pleases God? my prayer is that every one of these devil machines and this whole TSA agent be destroyed. I'm not saying that I want all those people to go to hell. I'm saying God destroy these TSA scanners, these ungodly, wicked devil scanners in all their database. Wipe them out, God. Destroy their computer systems. Destroy this wicked organization. Don't let them function anymore. Don't let them prosper in wickedness, God. That is my prayer in the name of Jesus Christ, by the power of the Holy Spirit and his angelic host and through the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, is not my Word like as a fire, saith the Lord, and like a hammer that breaketh the rock in pieces? Sick of this garbage! And then it ends by saying, how pathetic is that? Because standing up for what is right might have delayed them. That was when they were interviewing people on there. And these people, they were like, detesting anybody that would do opt-out because it might delay them. Oh, I'm so sorry. It might have... I hope as many people on the planet... Of course, I don't go for any of it. But the fact that people are so self-centered that they're saying, no, these these people that opt out, they're delaying me. They're delaying my plan. How dare you... How dare you put me in a position where you think I should get, you know, some porno scanner looked at me or me being irritated, I mean, it's just unbelievable what's going on with this. Let's go further. Airport screeners denied radiation badges. I continue to wonder why those TSA folks who stand by x-ray machines for a whole day do not know how much radiation they're exposed to. Last weekend, one of them told me she was asked for a common radiation badge and was told she could not wear one. This is by itself, totally horrific, and shows how evil this is. This weekend, when traveling through the airport at Buffalo, New York, I happened upon one of those new whole-body x-ray scanners. Refusing to be screened that way, I chose for a full-body pat-down. 
Upon gathering up my stuff, I asked one of the screeners if she knew how much radiation she was being exposed to each day. She said she did not know and wanted to wear one of those badges that her friend wears at a local hospital, but was told no, it would not be permitted. (laughs) This is insanity! She was upset with that decision. Now this is a TSA screener. Why do dentists, doctors, med techs, etc., who and, and people that work around radiology field, who work in x-ray environments, gladly wear these exposure detectors on their clothing, but TSA employers cannot. Because, you know why? The radiation dose is so massive that they would never in a million years want people to know how much they're being exposed to. Those TSA agents, they're as good as dead. They're walking dead. They're going to they're, they're be coming down with the most horrific... Because they're around it all day long. All day long. How the radiation badges work, just for you that don't know what they are, is they're little things that you wear. Okay? And it essentially... You wear on you all the time when you go in. And it essentially can tell how much radiation you've been exposed to over time. And then what happens is, is you, you turn the radiation badge in at some predetermined time, and it can tell you how much radiation you've been exposed to. In other words, you know, you know if you've been way overexposed or if you're within safer normal limits, according to their guidelines. Okay? They won't let the TSA agents wear these because they know the dose of radiation is so massive that there is no way on the planet they're going to let them because they got to keep the cat in the bag. That's what they got to do. So this is how satanic this is. This is the kind of dose you're being exposed to. I saw pictures the other day of, of one of the screening, and they say, oh, it only penetrates the skin a little bit. That's a lie from the pit of hell. And all it would need to do is still, for a man, because his testicles are on the outside of his body, he, he's being, I mean, he, he's being fried. He's being sterilized every time he goes through those things. Okay? Or, or the sperm's being so mutated, they're going to have a mass, mass deformed deformity of children. Massive from this. Okay? And um, so I just wanted to kind of give you a heads up. That's a, that's a whole other aspect that's not really being um, talked about as much as it really should be. But this picture I saw the other day, you could clearly see this guy's shin bones. Now, if it wasn't penetrating all through his body, how could you see his shin bones? You have to have a decent amount of x-ray penetration in order to see shin bones on an x-ray. Hand bones, shin bones, we're talking, this is penetrating way more than skin deep. Okay? In order to see a shin bone on an x-ray, the x-rays had to have went all the way through the body to get to the other side. If it was only penetrating a centimeter into the skin, you wouldn't really be able to visualize the shin bones that clearly. So what I'm trying to tell you is that it's bogus and they're lying to you. And it's not only that, it's a terahertz form wave radiation which literally rips your DNA apart. And at bare minimum, it's going to cause an epidemic of skin cancer. All the better to kill you with, my dear. You know, like with, was it, Goldilocks or the Big Bowel? I don't know. Anyway, that's why they're doing it. So, right here I have, sign your petitions against this rape of morality and dignity and save your family and loved ones as well as future generations from this invasive tyranny. I'm really fired up over this particular issue, if you can't tell. I'm, this is really becoming 
I mean, to me, this is a linchpin moment. This is one of the key things. And I give you a ton of different links you can click on. There's boycottairtravel.com. There's this thing on Facebook. And I don't recommend Facebook because it's a CIA gathering information tool. But there is this thing about Facebook. There's flyertalk.com, which is organized resistance to TSA, TSI, invasive pat-downs. There's don't scan me US. Dot US. Don't scan. Don't scan. Dot US. There's don't scan. Dot me. There's all these different links, and again, it's going to be on the PDF associated with part, well, part one and two of the um, of uh, the PDF associated with um, the eleven twenty eight teaching on contendingfortruth.com. It's a twenty page PDF. It'll be on page uh, about sixteen, I believe, fifteen or sixteen. Okay, so let's go further here. Okay, this is, this is entitled Spreading the Glove. Like spreading the love. TSA infecting USA. Unchanged latex gloves have been in crotches, armpits, touching people who have may been ill or have open sores. How's that for a headline? I'm trying to get your attention about this. This is that serious. Those latex gloves TSA agents wear while giving airline passengers those infamous full-body pat-downs apparently aren't there for the safety or security of passengers, only the TSA agents. That's the word being discussed on dozens of online forums and postings after it was noted that agents wear the same gloves to pat down dozens, perhaps hundreds of passengers, not changing them, even though the Centers for Disease Control in its online writings have emphasized the importance of clean hands to prevent the exchange of loathsome afflictions. Herpes via latex glove, wrote one participant on the independence-minded AR-15 website forum. Yeah, you better believe it. Herpes is very hardy. Okay? It's very hardy. Real easy to transfer. That one. Herpes simplex too. Genital herpes. Re- responding to the question, does TSA change latex gloves after each sexual assault? Another wrote on the same forum, I seriously doubt it. Gloves are there for your protection, not theirs. You could, now, they can, now they're going skin to skin is why I'm saying this. Now It's not the pat down on the outside of the body. They're going inside the underwear now. People are truly being sexually groped and assaulted. Uh, join tens of thousands of Americans in a petition demanding action against the intrusive airport screening procedures implemented by Janet Napolitano and send a letter to Congress, President Obama, and others telling them exactly what you think about the issue. There's another link I, I give you where you can take action. In fact, TSA officials in both national and regional offices declined to respond to World Daily Net inquiries about the policy for changing gloves to prevent an infection that may be on the clothes or body of one passenger during a pat-down by TSA agents from being transmitted to others, including children in line. Oh, they don't want to comment on that. Well, Satan wants to keep everything, like I said, the cat in the bag. Cockroaches like to stay in the dark. They don't like the light of day shined upon them. Why? Because their deeds are evil, according to the Bible. Because they're of, the fa- of their father the devil, and of his lust and of his works they will do. Marsha Donahue, in a commentary at Resist.net, said she'd spent 30 years in the medical industry. She said, quote, 
for those of you who fly and opt out for the pat-down, you need to demand the TSA thugs change their gloves. I've been watching on the news how they operate. People are being searched with dirty gloves, gloves that have been in crotches, armpits, touching people who may have been ill, people who pick their noses. And also, what about open sores on the skin? What if somebody has MRSA? Multiple, multiple resistant Staph aureus, flesh-eating bacteria. What if they got that? And they touch one of those sores, and then they touch you. Now you've got MRSA, which has a very high kill rate. These thugs are protecting themselves from you. You need to be protected from them, she wrote. In a hospital, nursing home, in-home care, or even in labs, that would never even be considered an option, not changing your gloves. Here's another article that relates to that. It's called Deadlier Than Scanners, TSA to Spread Flesh-Eating Bacteria. Now that TSA's new pat-down procedures include reaching inside people's clothing and directly touching their skin and genitals, communicable diseases are set to soar. With doctors warning of a new wave of infections that will pose a greater risk to public health than any statistically po- statistical probability of being a victim of terrorism. And Alex Jones was saying, you know, more, way more people Way more people die of bee stings in the U.S. every year of any type of, than any type of terrorist event, even worldwide. But yet, that's, that's, their, that's their, what they want to put up as their, their big thing. And yet, they let these, these terrorists pour over the borders. That's okay. okay? They're, they're prepositioning them for whatever false flag events they're going to actually implement that the government is probably most likely going to orchestrate like they did with 9-11 and a lot of other things, that we just cited, we just cited, in order to advance their agenda. It's well known. Operation Northwoods, the Gulf of Tonkin incident, these types of things. They've done it many, 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 many times. You know. But, you know, this one thing, we've got to, you know, have this just total clampdown of our rights and everything taken away because of terrorism. And yet in other aspects of our life, they don't even pay any attention. They're, they're actually creating the problem. And making it far worse. It makes sense to me, you know, I mean. But if you're Satan, it makes perfect sense, you know. So, he's doing this on purpose to advance his agenda. So, going further, the TSA's new pat-down procedures uh, threaten to unleash an epidemic of communicable diseases, presenting a threat more deadly than the radiation travelers will be exposed to if they pass through the naked body scanners. This will undoubtedly lead to thousands of deaths of people with weak immune systems in the long term. All part of their plan, too. The controversy again highlights the fact that the body scanners and pat-down procedures through the spread of infectious diseases like MRSA, multiple resistant Staph aureus, and flesh-eating bacteria will kill more people than they will protect through the speculative prevention of any terror attack. Necrotizing fasciitis, commonly known as flesh-eating bacteria, can be spread from one person to another through close contact or inadvertently touching the wound of a person who is infected. The likelihood of this occurring now that the TSA have been given free reign to directly grow the, the likelihood of this occurring now that the TSA have been given free reign to directly grow passengers under their clothing has greatly increased. The disease can be spread through contact through weakened skin, like a bruise, blister, or an abrasion, or merely through a minor opening in the skin, such as a paper cut or a pinprick. Cases of flesh-eating bacteria are on the increase, and the disease has a 20% kill rate. Syphilis, lice, gonorrhea, ringworm, chlamydia, staph, strep, noro, and papillo 
papillomaviruses, which are genital warts, the, I mean, those are fun, genital and anal warts, are also going to be readily transferred to travelers, since TSA agents do not change gloves between each pat-down. Now that screeners are literally touching genitalia, the risk of transmitting sexually dis- transmitted diseases will skyrocket. Where's the outcry? Where, where's the church on this? This is satanic. Oh, they'll, they'll lose their 501c3 corporate status. Sorry. I forgot. Sorry about that. For the most part, at least. Anyway, um, while people are told to wear flip-flops in the gym or at the swimming pool to prevent infectious infections transmitted via bare feet, the TSA makes people remove their shoes and walk through areas loaded with germs with no protection. That's another thing. Take off your shoes. I mean, you know, that's another deal altogether. Now, let's segue into this part. The all-clear on bypass and airport security again. Now, this is, this is the title of the article. An opt-in program that charges airline passengers to bypass airport security lines is being resuscitated more than two years after its abrupt shutdown. The, quote, clear program relaunched in Orlando last week and is preparing to start up in Denver. After submitting fingerprints and iris scans, members are issued a clear card with these biometric data. So, here, be a good sheeple, people. We're going to scan your iris, and we're going to submit. We're going to get your fingerprints. You're going to be issued a clear card with all this biometric data. Kiosks at participating airports then allow them to verify their identity and speed through security. So, in other words, if your biometric card, I believe, matches your iris scan and your fingerprints that you'll have to give, then you can go through. Then you won't have to get the the scanner. See, this is where this is going to be. The ultimate alternative. But we're going to look much further at this. Where's this all going to lead? Verified Identity Pass shut down the previous program suddenly in 2009, leaving approximately 165,000 members without refunds. The new owners, All Clear LLC, purchased Clear's assets in bankruptcy reorganization and are offering reinstatement to those who are left stranded. Under the current terms, membership will be renewed upon first use or when Clear begins operating in the member's home market, whichever occurs first. A similar program dubbed IQ currently operates in Indianapolis and expects to launch in additional cities this year. Clear was founded by Stephen Brill in 2005, and at its peak, it was available at 23 airports. However, in 2008, Consumer Reports Money Advisor noted the card, which operated under the TSA's Registered Traveler Program, was a shortcut with serious trade-offs. Both consumers' unions and American Civil Liberties voiced, uh, ACLU, voiced concerns over user privacy. In other words, you know, iris scans, fingerprints, you know, there's a lot of privacy issues there. Now, let's go further. Next article. You might have heard that TSA scanners at U.S. airports are a front because of this guy, Michael Chertoff, owns part of the company and also makes the rules. The same guy also claims that TSA scanners are just a front to implement them in schools and make people used to the idea. They would rather choose the machines than be molested by TSA agents. See, this is the goal. The goal is to make these things as obnoxious as they are, as, as, as 
rights violating as they could possibly be. There's another there's another um, agenda though that they have that ultimately they're going to try to implement. That's what we're going to talk about there now. Their plan is to see a machine in every school, shopping mall, and public buildings, just about everywhere. The truth, though, is much worse than that. This is where the rubber meets the road. The TSA machines are a front to make people choose to rather have a biometric chip implanted in them so that they can skip both the sexual assault pat-down and the TSA naked body scanner so that those that refuse will, um, those that refuse will have to go through both the scanners and or to be molested. Okay, so that's the ultimate goal, is the microchip. Because if you have a microchip, they know who you are. You get it? You see how this relates to the mark of the beast, ultimately? You see how this is the ultimate conditioning tool? You see why I'm so up in arms about this? A few days ago, APA, one of the largest independent pilots associations, with a membership of 11,500, told or advised their members not to go through the body scanners, as the radiation is dangerous. They were asked to opt in for the pat-down instead. Pilot unions have entered into what are described as high-level and sensitive talks with the Obama administration officials in recent days in response to a public backlash against the use of whole-body imaging machines and physical pat-downs that are seen as being too invasive. But, it is the pilots that are actually calling on the U.S. government to implement a program under which their identities will be confirmed with either a chip or a biometric ID. The pilots. See, people are going to be so desperate for some alternative, they're going to beg for a microchip eventually. I don't want to be sexually assaulted. I don't want to be radiated. I don't want to have my naked image stored in a database. I don't want to have some disease imparted to me through these gloves. Oh, sure, Johnny. We'll just step right up over here to our syringe, our big uh, syringe here, and we're going to inject you with a microchip. And then we'll always know who you are, and you can be a good little Nazi from here on out. Although most know the biometric pass that would be implemented would be known as a, quote, crew pass, it would later be developed into an implantable chip. Because why? Because they could say, well, you could just steal the the biometric ID card. So the question above is obvious. The evidence already says that TSA body scanners and the pat-downs are just a front to get people to gladly receive a chip later along the line that they will enable them to skip long lines, skip being legally molested, and I don't think there's such a thing as legally molested, but and pass right on through the to the airplanes. I mean, it's the ultimate in speed pass. You know? Like they got at mobile, the mobile stations or whatever, they got that little thing on your keychain, you just wave it over the little Pegasus devil, occult Pegasus horse, and get your gas. It's like that. You just wave your wave your right hand or your forehead over the thing. Now I'm not saying this is the mark of the beast. Okay? Because the mark of the beast, the delineations, number one, we're gonna be into the tribulation, and number two, you're not gonna be able to to buy or sell. I'm, but I'm not telling you to ever get a microchip. Attempt God in any way, shape, or form. But this is where they want it to end up. This is why it's so hideous and obnoxious and in your face because they want people to get to a point where they'll do anything but get the pat down or the screening, the naked body scan. It's all by design. 
Here's in the next article. Body scanner CEO accompanied Obama to India. Imagine that. The CEO of one of the two companies licensed to sell full body scanners to the TSA accompanied President Barack Obama to India earlier this month. A clear sign of the deep ties between Washington politicians and the companies pushing to have the body scanners installed at all U.S. airports. Deepak Chopra, I thought this was the New Age guy, but it's not. It's somebody else named Deepak Chopra. Anyway, chairman and see, I could do a whole study on him, on his new age, the, the new age guy, on his guru-ness. Anyway, um, swaminess, I'm oh, sorry. Deepak Chopra, chairman and CEO of OSI Systems, and no relation to the new age spiritualist, was one of the number of CEOs who traveled with the president on his three-day trip to India, which focused primarily on expanding business ties between the U.S. and emerging Asian power. He said, quote, I'm honored to be selected to play a role in this very important cause. Chopra said in a statement ahead of the trip, Chopra's company manufactures the Rapa scan. Isn't it funny how Rapa is, I mean, you look at it, first thing I thought was Rapa scan. It's like a visual rape. Isn't it? And if, if you don't want to go through the Rapa scan, then you do get raped. You do get sexually assaulted, essentially. Isn't that kind of funny how it has that Rapascan? Rapascan? Anyway, Chopra's company manufactures the Rapascan brand of body scanners, currently being deployed by U.S. agents. He joined CEOs of such companies as GE, PepsiCo, and United Technologies on the trip. And he decided earlier this year to implement body scanners at airports in the wake of the 2008 Mumbai attacks. An early experiment with the body scanners was quickly scuttled in 2007 due to privacy concerns. Well, again, what do we have here? It was quickly scuttled in 2007, so what happens? Oh, then in 2008 we have the Mumbai attacks, now we can implement it. Remember what I said about the false flag being the thing that they're going to do, try to do next? That's just further evidence right there. That a manufacturer of body scanners accompanied the U.S. president on a foreign trip shows the extent of the ties between the industry and the U.S. government. With anger growing at the intrusive news the intrusive news screening procedures. Many observers have focused attention to Michael Chertoff, the former Homeland Security Secretary, whose consultancy, the Chertoff Group, consults OSI as a client. The original orders for body scanners were made in 2005, during the Bush administration, when Chertoff was head of Homeland Security. So he was head of, you know, Satan R Us, and this was when the original body scanners were made in 2005. Chertoff stepped up his lobbying for the body scanners late last year after the attempted Christmas Day bombing. Oh, imagine that. So they're enriching themselves, they're getting filthy rich, and at the same time they're destroying you, and then they're also getting a naked body scan image of you so they can store it in their database and look upon your nakedness, which is forbidden according to the Bible. Mr. Chertoff should not be allowed to abuse the trust the public has placed in him as a former public servant to privately gain from the sale of full-body scanners under the pretense that the scanners would have detected the alleged Christmas Day bomber's explosive, said Kate Haney, founder of FlyersRights.org, told to the Washington Post. Airport security has always been compromised by corporate interests wrote James Ridgway at Mother Jones. When it comes to high-tech screening methods, the TSA has a dismal record of enriching private corporations with failed technologies. And there are signs that the latest miracle device may just be more of the same.
So that's all I have for today. I think we've got seen a lot of confirmation regarding these TSA scanners, what the true agenda is, what they're all about, what is the actual end game, what is the goal of them. The, the ultimate goal is not only all the stuff that we talked about, spreading of diseases, defiling your family, sexually assaulting your children, your wife, yourself, humiliating you, um, putting you in positions where uh, you're in totally unbiblical positions, uh, taking naked images of you, irradiating your body, shortening your lifespan, causing all kind of free radical production from all this ionizing radiation, sterilizing both you and your wife and your children. Because when you irradiate a child, that radiation has a lot more impact on them because they haven't fully grown yet. And if it's a girl, the eggs that she has in her ovaries are going to be totally disfigured and and many, many times, uh, if if she is able to conceive at some point, the baby will be deformed or there will be a much higher likelihood of that case. This is all their goal here. But the end game goal is to make people so desperate to avoid this stuff it's so desperate to avoid Big Brother and just to have them leave him alone that they're, they're going to say, just take this mark and make it all go away. That's, that's the goal. That's why I said this is such a linchpin issue. This isn't some trivial little thing that we're talking about here. So anyway, that's all I have for, for uh, today. Let's go ahead and close out in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day and this time you've given us, Lord. We do pray, God. I pray that you forgive us for any and all sins we've committed in any way, shape, or form as we forgive those, Lord God, who have sinned against us. I pray, God, regarding these issues and matters that we've brought up, those that can be saved who we've mentioned, I pray to God they would be saved. I pray to God your fear would be upon the wicked, Lord God, and that they would not prosper in their wickedness, Lord God, and that you would strengthen the remnant in the name of Jesus Christ. By the power of the Holy Spirit, your angelic host, and through the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, the blood of Jesus Christ, I plead over the remnant, Lord God, and over our enemies, and over those, Lord God, that are in our, that need to be saved, that are around us, Lord God. Claim Psalm 64, Lord God, against the wicked, the wicked that cannot be redeemed, and you know who they are, Lord God. You said in your word that the wicked go astray from the womb. They speak lies as soon as they be born. Psalm 64 says, Hear my voice, O God, in my prayer. Preserve my life from the fear of the enemy. Hide me from the secret counsel of the wicked, from the insurrection of the workers of iniquity, who wet their tongue like a sword and bend their bows to shoot their arrows, even bitter words that they may shoot in secret of the perfect. Suddenly do they shoot at him and fear not. They encourage themselves in an evil matter. They commune of lane of snare privily. They say, who shall see them? They search out iniquities. They accomplish a diligent search. Both the inward thought of every one of them and the heart is deep. But God shall shoot at them with an arrow. Suddenly shall they be wounded. So they shall make their own tongues to fall upon themselves. All that see them shall flee away. And all men shall fear and shall declare the work of God. For they shall wisely consider of his doing. The righteous shall be glad in the Lord and shall trust in him. And all the upright in heart shall glory. And I ask all these things in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ we pray. Amen.